getting a reading is a very cool thing if this is something you have never done. Or if you're like me, I've given readings and I have received readings on several occasions. But I had someone named Gary Wimmer contact me. And he says, have you ever received, and in just a minute, he's going to be on the line with us, and he's going to tell me the correct way to pronounce this, because I'm not real good at that, um, lithomancy, lithomancy, see what I mean? It's a long word, but it actually is a cool form of divination, another way to get a reading that involves stones, and Gary's going to tell us all about where it came from and how he learned it, but we've got Jennifer and Michelle in the studio with me today. Today, and they're going to actually receive readings from Gary towards the end of the show. So you want to stick around and listen to that because I always think it's fun to hear other people's readings to see, you know, what sort of jives with what they're saying. So all the way from Texas. Hello, Gary. Hello, Lisa. How are you? Well, I am absolutely fine. It is good to hear your very uh, friendly, gentlemanly southern drawl. Thank you, my dear. <laughs> I love it. And Gary was kind enough to give me a reading before we actually had this so that I could experience it. Now, go ahead. School me. How do I say this word? A lithomancy. Accent on the first word. Lithomancy. Correct. First syllable. All right. And what does it mean and where did it come from? Uh, litho means stone, and uh, mancy means uh, men thing, which means um, uh, precognitive and uh, that sort of thing, divination. Uh, not really exactly sure where it came from. It's believed to be probably one of the oldest methods of reading, uh, and it's also believed that when people started scribing inscriptions on stones, that led to runes, and that led to the first uh, written languages. But there's not much written on it. Now, there's a lot of knowledge of astrology and, and tarot cards and things like that, but there's not much information on lithomancy. Um, I've written a book at it, about it, and I've found it hard to find much about the history of it. Fantastic. Uh, What's the name of the book? The book is called Lithomancy. The Psychic Art of Reading Stones, and uh, I'll probably publish it here within the next couple weeks or so. I'm doing a final edit on it that will be self-published, probably on CreateSpace, but I'll know uh, within the next couple weeks. Oh, fantastic. Now, you're saying that this form of divination actually predates rune stones? Well, the belief is that when people first start using... Probably because of archaeological evidence, uh, they, they found stones and believed they were used for rituals. And then later they just started discovering stones that had inscriptions on it. And, of course, later runes became known. So it's believed that there was a transition from just using stones to writing things on them to developing runes and probably the, written, the original languages. Okay. And was this the first form of divination that you ever used, or how long have you been doing this? Well, I started actually giving readings uh, in the early 70s, uh, and I uh, learned this from a psychic lady in 1980 and was fascinated by it because how it um, how it shows how many different issues and how they interrelate over a three-month period. Uh, I thought it was a very uh, interesting art. It's a very intuitive art because even with tarot cards in a particular pattern, there's only so many numerological possibilities, whereas... With stones, they never land the same place twice. So mm-hmm. every pattern that they form is completely unique to that individual in that time or, or whatever you want the pattern to mean. I mean, I've had it, uh, I've read for books, I've read for markets, I've read for uh, people's, other people's business projects, all sorts of things. But basically, 
I use it uh, in its basic form to read three months ahead in a person's life. Okay, everybody's loving that, Gary, right now, and they're thinking, I need to have a reading by this guy, because everyone wants now, 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 what's happening in my life now, and, you know, sometimes you'll go to readers, and they talk about a people's, you know, their past, and it's like, I don't want to know about my past, I want to know right now, or, you know, slightly ahead here, uh, where's that man, should I take that new job, or buy that house, and... What you do, these are really cool. He takes the stones and you just sort of drop them, right? And is there some sort of circle or explain that? Right. I have a circle, a piece of leather, probably about a foot long, real, uh, excuse me, a yard long, uh, tied together at the end. So it forms a circle about a foot uh, in diameter, maybe 13, 14 inches. And I've got 16 stones. Now, when I do it in person, uh, the other person, the person I'm reading for, charges the stones up and drops them into the circle. And I show them about the correct heights to do it and so forth, knowing how hard the surface is below. When I do them over the phone, I charge them up in my hands, and I say, uh, I concentrate, and then I say, I'm ready. And when the other person says drop, I drop them, and I read the pattern. Uh, so, yeah, I just basically drop them. Uh, they always land in the right place. Um, it's always the interpreter's um uh, responsibility to interpret the pattern, but no doubt they land in the correct spot to represent anything um, because everything in life is symbolism. It's just another form of symbolism. Okay, and are these, you know, pebbles that you pulled out of the crick, or are they gemstones, or are there different well, types of stones? They're pretty, but they're not uh, valuable stones. Uh, I've used bottle caps before. I've used all sorts of things. If I didn't have my stones with me, I'd invent a set of stones out of, you know, twigs and marbles or whatever. Uh, but they're different colors, and they're about dime to quarter size. And uh, oh, one or two of them are, are rather round, but the rest of them have jagged edges and different forms and shapes. Uh, the love stone is look like a crescent moon. Uh, there are certain stones that have three and four sharp edges and sides. Uh, Mars is a very pointed stone because it represents male energy and directness and confrontation. Right. Uh, Venus, representing females and balance, is a smooth stone with uh, two sides on it. Uh, so you can use any kind of stones. I just happened to pick these several years ago, and unless I lose one or break one, um, <laughs> I continue to use it. Yeah, because it's more, it's not so much what the stones look like, it's where they land that's very important. Completely. It, it, it's only of uh, representation. They're only symbolic. So they don't have to be diamonds or gems. And as I was saying, yes, I've even used objects other than stones at times. If uh, when I, I lived in Europe in the 90s, and sometimes when I'd travel, I'd pick up a hitchhiker, and in both cases, I may not have my stones with me. Uh -huh. um, so we'll just I'll just improvise, you know, use different things, pebbles on the ground, uh, model caps, whatever, because it's really the position and how you interpret it. It's not necessarily what the stone is or what color it is. Right. And so that circle, do you do you quarter that, and then each quadrant means something different? Or? Well, yeah, if you divide the circle up into 12 slices. Oh, 12, okay. Each hour represents a week, so it basically covers a three-week period. Uh, and, for example, if there's a lot of stones, say, in the first uh, three weeks, the first quarter, that means there's a lot of activity there. Uh, and just to give you an idea in general how I read, uh, for example, I use this as a, as a simple example. Say the place stone landed at 2 o'clock with uh, Pluto right next to it. Mm -hmm. That would imply just by visual analysis that there'd be a lot of transformation uh, going on with place in the second week, a lot of things coming to the surface that had to be addressed and uh, worked out and so forth. 
if Jupiter and the play stone landed at 2 o'clock, it would mean there's a, a abundance of activity and expansion and optimism around place. Okay. That okay. gives you an idea, basically, how two and three stones connect and how one might interpret them. But uh, even people who want to go to my website can read uh, certain excerpts from my book and see, basically, uh, some ideas about how it's done. Yep, and that website is Gary Wimmer, which is W-I-M-M-E-R.com forward slash psychic, correct? Correct. All right, and that's where you can go if you're interested in finding out more about this type of divination or you want to schedule a reading with Gary because that's the beauty of this. It doesn't matter where in the country you are, you can call Gary up and he can give a reading over the phone. Now, do you do you tap into your own guides or the person that's calling their guides, any of that going on? I think it's probably a mixture to be honest with you, I think it flows depending on the question, depending on the mood, uh, depending on a lot of things, because there's uh, that person's guides, my guides, and there's all sorts of just levels and, and doorways into other dimensions, and it's hard for me to draw a line of to when this is a guide and this is a dimension and this is an intuitive feeling. Uh, it all kind of mixes together. A lot of those convenient definitions of separateness or something we use on this planet. The non-physical is not so clearly defined in terms of where it ends and something else begins. It's a uh, more like an ocean. Yeah, absolutely. So you've been doing this, as you said, for quite some time. Did your family just think you were straight up crazy? Well, my family is pretty much uh, all businessmen, and uh, yes, I'm certainly a little bit weird because I'm the only artist in the family. I've been a musician my whole life. I'm an actor. I'm a writer, and I also give psychic readings. So uh, I've never been a nine-to-five guy, a business guy, that sort of thing. I've been an independent um, artist, psychic, musician, actor. Uh, so, yeah, they think I'm kind of weird, but that's okay. I uh I love it. (laughs) You're embracing your weirdness, and I like that. Before we get to you reading, Jennifer and Michelle, can you speak a little bit about getting a reading and how people go about finding someone and how they should think about and look at a reading before they get one? Uh, Well, I guess it is kind of chancy out there when you're trying to find psychics that are good because uh, you put in psychic, you have 10,000 websites, no doubt. Uh, there's all kinds of styles, uh, but it is difficult, I understand. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily know how to go through that process myself uh, because I have one or two people that uh, have helped me a lot, and I go back to them. Uh, so how they can make a decision, I don't know, really, because it is difficult. Um but I do suggest that people go to my website and see what I say and find out if you get that same information kind of uh, thoroughness from other people on their website. See if they really explain what they do. If they talk about real issues that, that are before us that we actually have to deal with on a pragmatic level because anybody can talk about things that are common. You know, you need to grow. This needs to happen. Uh, you got a great future. But, you know, specific things um, are what really matter and things that really help people deal with the moment and the challenge they're going through at that point in life. Yeah. Uh, and I, uh, I do that quite well because of the methodology I use. Mm-hmm. So it's hard for me to know how to suggest other people because I, um, like I said, I have a couple friends. One, the lady who taught me this art, uh, Alice Warhol, uh, she's given me readings for 30 years, and I depend on her. Now, there are some people who run the psychic shows that I've been on that I trade, trade readings with. Mm-hmm. But it is a 
uh, it is, there's all the big jungle out there when you're trying to find a balanced psyche. But I suggest people look and see if they feel, see what they feel about it. See if they feel like this person is going to give them relevant information, or if it's just got all this uh, hippie cosmic stuff that doesn't really fit right. into what you really want to know on a practical level. Why right. something's going on? What you're learning from it? What you're benefiting? What look? What to look ahead for? And the one thing I like about lithomancy is it always shows me, and I can always tell the other person, to some degree what they're going through, why, and where it's leading them, because we are entitled to that information. Now, I'm good at this art, but it's also the art itself uh, that is so revealing. Yeah. Uh, it's a unique methodology, and I hope to uh, expand knowledge of it. So I don't know what to suggest your listeners as how to... to uh, fight through the jungle out there, but check out my website, see what I say, and see if you get that same sort of clarity from other people. That's the best I can suggest, and it's not a pat me on the back. I understand it's a complicated process. No, I think you did great. And again, that website is garywimmer.com forward slash psychic, and it's W-I-M-M-E-R. And another point to remember, too, is with any reading, use it to propel you forward in life. It shouldn't stagnate you. It shouldn't scare you. It, it should be all about moving forward and, and to what you can do next to help yourself to live a better life. Maybe it is get a ju- new job. Maybe it is get rid of that relationship. Whatever it is, you should feel good after a reading. And I think if I had to advise somebody on it, it was, how do you feel? And Gary did say that. How do you feel? So go to his website, garywimmer.com forward slash psychic and tell me how you feel. Gary, please say hello to our very valuable guest in the studio today, Michelle. Say hello. Hey, Gary. I'm good. How are you? (laughs) And Jennifer. (laughs) Hi, Gary. You're going to allow me to do a reading for you, right? Oh, they are going to allow it. So I'm going to start with Jennifer. And Jennifer, you take over talking to Gary right now. Hi, Gary. Hi, Jennifer. Uh, Is it a good day for you, sweetheart? Uh, It's a pretty good day. (laughs) Okay, well, good. Now, I'm going to explain to you real quickly how I'm going to do this. I'm charging the 16 stones in my hand, and I've been charging them before I called in. In just a moment, I'm going to say I'm ready. And all you have to do is say drop anytime you feel like it after you hear me say I'm ready. And okay. then I'll just start uh, reading for the next three months, okay? All right. All right, give me just a second to tune into you, sweetheart. Okay, I'm ready. Anytime you feel like saying drop. Drop. Okay. Uh, You've got a lot of changes going on in your life right in the center right now because of Uranus. So there's a lot of unexpectedness. At the same time, there's a lot of, um, like, uh, unexplainable uh, sensations of of, uh, change, of highness, of excitement, of new ways of feeling things. And part of that is because you're, you're having to look at new ways of feeling things because there's a lot of issues of healing that you're going to go through in the next couple of weeks that are going to, the things that are coming to the surface, they're going to give you a lot of clarity about things from the past, whether the struggles with love or family or place or dreams or, or man or all that sort of thing. It feels like that's why you feel this sense of um, uh, a little bit confusion and a little bit like being in a hurricane right now. <laughs> And you're okay. trying to kind of understand what's going on. Mm-hmm. Well, what I'm here to reveal to you is that bringing up a lot of these issues that have been um, all bothering you in the background, subconscious things, things from the past, uh, things that need resolution. And as you go through that in the first 
three or four or five weeks to different degrees because there is a lot of emphasis on that process, you're going to find yourself by the fourth week, into the third and fourth week, uh, feeling very empowered because of what right. you've gone through. So you're going to feel a lot of things coming to the surface to be cleared out to give you power so you can move forward with a zest. And from the fourth to the fifth and sixth week here, you do have a lot of zest. You've got the sunstone, you've got life, you've got mercury, the magic stone, and you've got um, timing stone. So there's Fabulous. a lot of luck for you. From Ooh. the third and fourth week to the sixth week, there's a lot of new starts. First, you'll feel a sense of empowerment and new destiny and new goals and new objectives by about the third and fourth week. And this not only is part of the healing, but it's also part of the change that's going on within you, too. So you're not only healing and bringing issues up and, and settling things, but you're exploring new ideas within yourself in that process. Excuse me. <laughs> By the fourth week, that's going to bring you a lot of uh, new ideas about yourself, about where to go, how to deal with your environment, uh, how to deal with your place and so forth. By the fifth week... This is going to turn into powerful communication, new starts, a lot of very fortunate circumstances, both within your environment and coming to your environment from outside your environment, a lot of communication beyond your environment, perhaps some travel, uh, setting up plans for the future. So there's a lot of things going on between the third and the sixth week that are uh, – Kind of like rewarding you for going through this clarity process, this healing process. Rewarding isn't really the right word. It's actually <laughs> what you're creating by by lessening the, the uh, struggles within yourself. Uh, you're opening up this new port. And that's really going to benefit you between the third and the sixth week in such a way that you're going to see a lot of plans in the future, whether it have to do with relationships, commitment, where you want to go, uh, new crossroads you're going to be at, how to be um, very powered at, at new crossroads rather than uh, sort of what you're going through now is not too sure. Uh, so the whole process you're going through in the first couple of weeks is going to give you a lot of education and knowledge about how to stay balanced in the future and sort of uh, bring to attention what needs to be brought to attention then rather than postponing it and having it build up. So there's more of a steady release okay. of energy over the in the future as you go through this process and learn what kind of relief it's giving you and what kind of new expectations and hopes. And by the 8th to the 10th week here, a lot of opportunity coming to you with um, good fortune, expansion. This is not only new money opportunities, this is how to uh, b break through some of the walls that you feel uh, defining you. Some of the... Uh, uh, it helps you a lot with organization, with timing, okay. with getting new logistics and so forth. Uh, and into the 10th and 11th week here, you're getting a new idea about where you want to take your life, about how you're going to deal with love within your environment, within your place, and how you're going to uh, deal with men in the future and how you're going <laughs> to connect with uh, things like that. So there's... Uh, what's starting out as a little bit of a challenge and uncertainty is turning into a lot of very powerful things from the third to the sixth week with new starts and luck. Uh, All right. Opening up new pores, new doors for um, growth, mm -hmm. opportunity, expansion, money, and so forth, as well as organization, the organization from the sixth to the ninth week. And from the ninth to the twelfth week in general, new dreams, new hopes, new attitudes about love, your place, and so forth. Well, that sounds really exciting. Yeah. 
Yeah, because it is. It's gonna. You're gonna have to go through this couple weeks of clearing out, though, uh, and letting go of a lot of things that you can't change about the past, because that opens you up to the creativity at the present and in the okay. future. And the three stones lying outside the circle are Mars. Moonstone, excuse me, four stones, Venus and the Commitment Stone. So what this is leading you to is a better feeling about men, about relationships, about your own emotions in that regard, about how to take your life and your future projects forward. That's uh, interesting. Probably more quickly and with more confidence and with less... Um, uh, like thinking about the regrets as opposed to uh, moving forward with the, um, you know, taking risks and so okay. forth. Would this suggest um, anything specifically in the work area? Yeah, your work is also uh, being affected by the, the changes in your conscience, conscience and so forth. Okay. Uh, now, there's probably some things that are getting worked out there in the next week and a half or two that are... Um, they need to be brought to the surface, whether it's through your uh, personal change or addressing issues. Okay. But it does feel like you have, especially into the, the uh, 8th and 9th and 10th week, you have a lot of good expansion as far as business. It doesn't mean you have to wait till that point to uh, for things to happen positively, but it seems like at that point all the energy you're putting into play, the transformation, the new empowerment, the new ways of looking at things, the ways of breaking through your own uh, mindset that limits you, that sort of process is all working itself out such that by the 8th, 9th, and 10th week here is when you really uh, see the real benefits of what you've set into play. So, yeah, you can start getting results in the next couple weeks or so as far as your plans, new business, and expansion and so forth. Uh, But it's also helping you, um, like, live for the future and the present (laughs) as opposed to... uh, uh, thinking too much about the, p- the past or things that you have to deal with. So saying uh, time to move forward, right? The first week and a half or two, you're going to come to the surface. You're probably be- going to become more aware of those in the next week or so. Okay. But they are actually the tools for you to be able to liberate yourself out of uh, both obstacles that um, that you feel around you, that you see within you, and that, you, that, they, that uh, limit your perception of yourself and of possibilities. That's... So you're opening up a lot of new possibilities within yourself first, and that sets the template for business things to follow. Do you okay. That makes complete That makes sense. total sense. Yeah. yeah. No, awesome. We're going to switch over from Jennifer. Thank you very much. You too, sweetheart. To Michelle. Hey, Gary. How you doing? Good, 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 girl. How are you? I'm having a good day. Okay. Well, I guess you heard the uh, way this works, correct? Yes, I did. Okay. Well, I'm going to charge the stones up for you for just a moment. And then I will say I'm ready. All you have to say is drop. And uh, Lisa, if you, uh, if we run short of time, give me a 30-second warning, okay? I sure will. Okay, hold on just a second. Let me charge them up for you. Okay, anytime you feel like saying drop, I'm ready. Drop. Drop. Okay. Uh, okay, you have a... This is a time for you to really start making uh, new, fresh starts in your life. There's a lot of energy to move things forward. There's emotional things that are both uh, uh, sort of conflicted with you. You've had conflicts with to some degree, but it seems like in the first week and a half or two, you're able to turn that into a lot of um, optimism, uh, new creativity, new expansion, and so forth. So your participation 
on a very direct level uh, with visualizing, with making decisions, with uh, with seeing where you want to, uh, to um, see your new life going. That's very um, empowering here in the first week and a half, and it brings you by the second week to a new set of uh, principles, ideas, foundations, tactics, uh, methodologies, uh, which also put uh, pressure on you on, on your environment, on your time, and so forth. But they also build up a lot of structure for you to be able to benefit from new starts you're making and uh, new opportunities coming your way in the first couple weeks. Now, that helps you by the third and fourth week with plans for the future as far as business, as far as commitments, personal and business and so forth, uh, because you're getting a lot of uh, information about how you've uh, – been proactive in the first couple of weeks and how that's uh, helping you sort out um, like uh, more clarity so you don't feel disillusioned, so you see more what's behind things. A lot of intuitive ability coming about uh, from you through both uh, both your Uranus and Neptune here. Uh, so you're getting a lot of um, your own psychic ability, intuitive, uh, intuitive ability working with you. So by the third and fourth week here, uh, as you get these new ideas about uh, commitments and business and so forth, that's going to lead you into the fourth to the sixth week here of a strong sense of communication, whether it's self-promotion or dealing with things at, at your place or both, place of business, place of home, and so forth. Uh, there are a lot of changes going on with you with both your life, your situation, and probably things around your environment. So that's why you're coming to new standards about your environment in the second and third week, and you're able to really communicate about those issues in the fourth to the sixth week here uh, with relation to men, with relation to where you're going with your life, uh, with relation to promotion, settling things, getting worked out, because it seems like about the sixth to the seventh and eighth week here, you've got male energy turned around to where it's very positively um, affecting you. Uh, okay. There's, uh, there's some kind of new discovery that uh, a man around you or men have about your potential, about your um, strength and so forth, about your purposefulness, uh, and that seems to come into play and be um, accentuated here from about the 6th to the ninth week. Okay. Uh, now, from the ninth to the 12th week, you're, get, you're getting a lot of strength through this first uh, nine weeks or so, and from the ninth to the 12th week is sort of the time you're going to put it into play to help other people, to help both family issues uh, and people who need your sort of guidance and support. And you can um, help people with what you've been through, how you've started this new framework with yourself going on for the first couple weeks and how that's helped you get a lot of power and confidence. And you can help impart that to other people from the ninth to the 12th week. Sisters, friends, mothers, a lot of healing, a lot of family issues, a lot of uh, things coming to the surface to be worked on. By the end of this three months, you have a uh, quite a um, strength of emotional empowerment, a vision. You can carry on with your normal daily routines and be able to make wide stretches personally, psychically, intuitively, relationship-wise, without feeling like you're having to... Um, that it's stretching you too far. It feels like natural, uh, more balanced. Uh, and beyond this three-month period, with love, with relationships, and with luck, uh, they're all coming into play beyond this three-month period, which doesn't mean you don't have luck and love and, and balance in this three-month period, but you're sort of 
uh, mastering this. You're getting a lot better at being able to control your environment, to be able to see opportunities and seize them, to be able to uh, bend and stretch the rules when necessary. Uh, and that helps you formulate new plans in the third to the fourth week. Uh, it helps you have this sense of strength and communication from the fifth to the sixth week, seventh week here. Helps you with the healing in the ninth to the twelfth week and sets you up long term where you really do have uh, emotional confidence, strength, luck with love. Uh, and, and able to move on with your artistic endeavors as well. Does this make sense to you? Yeah, there's there's a lot of um, key words that you're saying that, that are hitting home for me. So, yeah, definitely. Okay, well, I'm not sure what our time was, Lisa. Well, but... we're, do, we're doing good wrapping up, and I'm awfully glad that you said that she's going to be helping out family, including sisters, because, Gary, what you don't know is Michelle is my twin sister. <laughs> is that right? <laughs> That's right. So you just read my twin sister. And so and so I was like, oh, good. She's going to be helping family, including sisters. Excellent. Are you really twin sisters? Yes. <laughs> yes? Yep. Yeah, we're three minutes apart. I'll be darned. Yeah, I was feeling that, helping out family and so forth. <laughs> she helps me out a lot. Sisters. Yeah, she helps me out a lot, Gary. I'm I'm crazy without her. So uh, we're I'm so happy that you were able to read both one of my best friends, Jennifer, and my twin sister, Michelle. Thank you. And if you would like to get a reading by Gary and find out about, I'm going to say this right, lithomacy. Did I say lithomancy? Lithomancy. Oh, geez, I got to work on that. But find out more all about it and about Gary at garywimmer.com forward slash psychic and it's w-i-m-m-e-r thank you gary for joining us and for sharing your talent and letting everybody know about this cool form of divination i hope you have a wonderful night lisa they could also google reading stones they'll find me on the first page reading stones oh neat all right or google reading stones thanks gary for being with us and thanks everybody for choosing to be positive now